Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us consider the relationship between our feelings and our prayers. This is the 41st chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, let your shoulders relax. Let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. After this, our Lord gave a revelation about prayer. In this showing, I saw two qualities in what our Lord conveyed. One is righteousness, another is sure trust. But yet often we do not trust him fully. For it seems to us that because of our unworthiness and because we are feeling absolutely nothing, we cannot be certain that God is hearing our prayers. For often we are as barren and dry after our prayers as we were before. And so we feel our folly is the cause of our weakness. I have felt like this myself. And our Lord brought all this suddenly into my mind And these words were shown and spoken. I am the foundation of your prayers. First, it is my will that you should have something. And then I make you desire it. And then I make you pray for it. And if you pray for it, then how could it be that you should not have what you pray for? And thus, in his first statement, along with the three which follow, our good Lord shows us something immensely helpful, as can be seen in his very words, where he begins by saying, if you pray for it, there he reveals the very great joy and unending reward that our prayer will receive from him. And where he says next, then how could it be? This is said as an impossibility, for it is quite impossible that we should pray for mercy and grace and not have them. For everything which our good Lord makes us pray for is what he himself has ordained for us since before time began. Here we can see that our prayer is not the cause of God's goodness. And he shows that beyond any doubt in these precious words when he says, I am the foundation. And our good Lord wants this to be known to those on earth who love him. And the more that we know it, the more we should pray for if we understand it wisely. And this is what our Lord intends. Prayer is a new, gracious, lasting will of the soul united and fast bound to the will of God by the precious and mysterious working of the Holy Ghost. Our Lord, he is the chief receiver of our prayers, it seems to me, and he accepts them very gratefully and with much delight, and he sends them up above and puts them in a treasury where they will never perish. They are there in the presence of God and all his holy ones being received continually, always helping us in our need. And when we finally receive our bliss, they will be given to us as a stage in our joy, 
with endless and glorious thanks from God. Our Lord is very glad and happy that we should pray, and he expects it and wants it, for through his grace, when we pray, he makes us like him in quality as we are like him in nature. And this is his sacred will, for this is what he says. Pray earnestly, even though you do not feel like praying, for it is helping you, even if you do not feel it doing you good, even if you see nothing, yes, even if you think you cannot pray, for in dryness and in barrenness, in sickness and weakness, then your prayers give me great pleasure, even if you feel that they are hardly pleasing to you at all. And it is so in my sight, with all your trustful prayers. For this sake of the reward and the unending thanks which he wishes to give us, he longs for us to pray continually before him. God accepts the good intentions and the effort of those who serve him, whatever we are feeling. That is why he is pleased when we try hard and through our prayers and through living well with his help and grace. We incline toward him with all our strength, but reasonably and prudently. Until we possess him, we seek him in joy, that is, Jesus. And he revealed that in the 15th showing, where these words stand foremost. You shall have me as your reward. And thanksgiving is also part of prayer. Thanksgiving is a new inward awareness accompanied by great reverence and loving fear when we apply ourselves with all our might to whatever action our Lord inspires, rejoicing and giving inward thanks. And sometimes thanksgiving is so abundant that it breaks out into words and says, Thank you, good Lord, blessed may you be. And sometimes when the heart is dry and does not feel anything, or else because of the temptation of our enemy, it is driven by reason and grace to cry out loud to our Lord, calling on his blessed passion and his great goodness. And the power of our Lord's word enters the soul, enlivens the heart, and through his grace makes it move properly and makes it pray very blessedly and truly to rejoice in our Lord. Such prayer is truly blessed. They are true thanksgivings in the eyes of God. Have you considered prayer or meditation to be part of your daily habit of health? Sometimes I can think of prayer as more dependent on how I feel, and I judge my spiritual health based on those feelings. But Julian urges us today that our feelings are unreliable, changeable, not good for judging much of anything in our lives as far as decisions might go. She tells us to pray even when we don't feel like it, when we feel great or when we feel dry. As if prayer is drinking water or eating food or getting sleep. Have you thought of prayer that way? 
How might you structure your day differently if you considered prayer to be just another healthful habit to keep you alive? If you'd like to talk more about what prayer and meditation might mean in your life, how to incorporate them, what it might look like on a regular basis, I'd love to talk more with you. You can always contact me through social media or my website. And as a spiritual director, it's absolutely my jam to have these kinds of conversations with people who are curious. Let me know. I'm here to wonder with you. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.